0: Welcome back to Turntable Lab Radio, this is Kamish. hanging out at the famous Manhattan store with very special guests coming all the way from Manchester, sounds of crystal clear y'all. He's going to be rocking for about 30 minutes, uh, 30, I mean 30 to 45 but um, he says he can go forever so uh, can't wait to hear his set and uh, sit back and enjoy Turntable Lab Radio, let's go.
1: What? Do a ring yeah. R- <laughs> relax. Life-
2: I'm going
1: Table radio.
0: Yes, 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 that was, uh, that was some of the good stuff. Laid down by uh, my man Crystal Clear, who is uh, chilling in the Manhattan store, Turntable Lab, chilling with the fam the right man. now. Snack Master to my left, I got Prince Classen right behind me. Benedict, we got Benedict in the house right now. Hey, you want to hey, say what's up? What suns. up? And uh, the man of the hour, Crystal do Clear. What's happening, man? I
3: go, know go, you go. Lie.
0: Okay, so that's how you know a mark of a real DJ. He's just, you know, he's like, I can't do an interview over this At- Outcast song. It's too good. It's too good, and he just can't stop mixing either. You know, I was like, Yo, you know, you only have to go 40 minutes. He's like, I could go all night. Um, so hey, basically, thanks so much for coming down, man. And uh, uh, when I was uh, hearing your set over here, yes, I was yes. telling, um, it's that time again. Um, it's that time to do this yeah, interview. You know what I'm saying? Because oh wait, what's show. what is this like a, this is like a what another uh, another what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I promise we will get to
3: this interview. So basically, I'll help you out anyway. right? Right. So basically, during the changeover at the end, I played "Prototype" by Outcast, and he had requested a tune to to vocal over, but I couldn't. I just ha- I couldn't possibly. <laughs> Do an interview over prototype. I either have to listen to it or turn it off. I can't do, like, talk over it. <laughs> um, and then I decided to put on a mix, a street sounds mix that was done by uh, fucking uh, DJ Weston. And then, without realizing, the interview at the beginning of that didn't coordinate very well with your interview.
0: So. It, it's all right. It's just background music. So, man, I you mean... No, what I was saying, what I was saying to Prince Class when you're doing your mix, I was like, the funk is strong with this one. You you just laid down like everything from like like you're you, yeah you laid down one of your own exclusive tracks like towards like the end over there, and then um, you know I love all your picks, man. Like from the dubstep stuff to like um, all the newer productions you were playing. Uh, man, I gotta ask you something, man to man, mm-hmm. which means Manchester to Manhattan. How did you <laughs> how did you come about this style of uh, DJing and like wh- what brought you into this like music and stuff and, and producing it in the first place? Um,
3: get, getting involved in the music was uh, like a, an interesting process because I was buying records initially when I was like 15 to sample on an MPC. I wish I had a pop shield because I can hear all the pops. Uh, <laughs> no I bought like a load of uh, I used to go digging uh, further away or further closer. Oh okay. Um so yeah, I used to buy a lot of records to sample on an MPC. I used to make like hip hop beats. And over time it kind of became an ongoing joke because I was buying a lot of material that you couldn't necessarily sample to make beats. Like I was buying like Millie Jackson records and stuff that like while everyone was buying like Azimuth records or axorod samples or you know jazz stuff or like tribal records or whatever psych records i was buying like a lot of what i at the time just was i i kind of just called it like boogie music i didn't really know anything about it and then i eventually just came you know to a huge little little collection of records and um i woke up one day and i was kind of still trying to make hip-hop beats but i came to the realization that it just wasn't what i loved wasn't what i wanted to do so I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to go with and try and do something, do something I like, see if I can make an interesting sound out of it, and yeah, that's pretty much where it's at. But I would like to remark on the DJ and other things, because although like the music I make might be influenced very much by the 80s, um, I'm trying my best to do a modern take on it, um, much like guys like Benedict and, you know, Guys like Tan Snake or Cosmic Kids, Holy Ghost who all have that retro aspect to their music, Dame Funk, obviously. um But when it comes to DJing, it's no holds barred for me. I don't think that it should be a question of anything. I'm going to play what I fucking want. I'm going to play what I like. If it's metal if it's, you know, if it open with Nirvana, finish with Radiohead, play Electric Light Orchestra in between, and somewhere else drop some fucking Rick Ross. That's what I'm going to do. I play party music. I like to. I play music that I like. And that's pretty much where I come from. So I think, I mean, towards the end I got a little bit hectic in the mix, but generally I like to mix it up as much as I can.
0: I like that. I like that. Cause um, I mean, coming starting as a DJ myself and then going into the producer stuff, and you you find that you know you gotta you gotta make that space and be like, this is this is what I like. This is my personal stuff. So this is what I want to make. But then like you know. As when you're when you're DJing you're really just a selector of music so you have the entire spectrum because I know I know some people who, who will only DJ like what they produce or the style of music that they produce and so everything is very seamless and stuff but I like the uh, peaks and valleys in that mix that's really really nice. So um you said you you originally from Dublin but you moved to Manchester. Uh, were you were you into the sound back in Dublin too? And is, there, is it hard to find records for you back there?
3: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was very lucky um, when I was 12 years old, so 11, maybe 12 years ago. I walked into a store in Temple Bar, which is kind of like, I guess, the Lower East Side area of... Dublin, you know, quite quirky, except, you know, this tourist shit as well. And uh, I met a guy called Olin who ran a store called All City. And I stayed there for fucking 10 years. We became best friends. I started getting involved in the label. And if it wasn't for people like Olin, um, Tukai, uh, DJ Scope, oh, DJ Scope. Handsome Paddy, uh, DJ Savage, just these guys that were kind of always around the shop, and DJ Cool C, I wouldn't have ever picked up uh, that much, I kind of sat in the shop so much, and I just, you know, eventually grew, it yeah, oh, what's that, oh, this is, you know, and you just kind of learn, and they were really good, they took me under their wing, you know, when I was young, when I'm like 12 years old, and kind of. Open like i pr- I would not be doing this now if it wasn't for those guys kind of showing me what was up at all like I wouldn't have learned about Jay dilla I wouldn't have learned about hip hop I might have got it, it might have come eventually to me but I wouldn't have got up on it so early that and you know boogie and disco and stuff you know it just wouldn't have happened
0: so that that's awesome so even though you got like the um the new productions coming out like like to see that you know that's where your roots are from so you just did a uh you just did a show over in Williamsburg. You said that was pretty crazy. How did you, like, you like that? Is there is there a scene for that in Manchester too? Or uh, what did you think about the parties between here and, and overseas? Um,
3: I thought Friday was awesome. Myself, Sindon, uh who's a good friend of mine, and Nick, who's obviously a good friend of mine. We all went back to back and kind of wilded out for fucking six hours for something crazy and drank a lot of whiskey. So it was a good night. It was really busy. It was rammed. Um, to be fair to Nick's night, I think it's the closest thing to what I'm familiar to back home that I've experienced on this whole tour. Um, LA was great, San Francisco was great, you know, I played a few, a lot of Californian cities and they were great. Um, but I find it obviously, I did, did find a lot different. I think the one thing that stands out to me that really disappoints me about the US, and I don't want to be like negative, is the sound systems.
0: I, I can't argue I can't argue I can't I, I can't argue. If you if you have complaints about sound systems, I'd say check out Detroit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't cause, know. Cuz they, they know how to spin dance music over there. They've been doing it. They you know, they have a huge history behind it. Their little bars have better sound systems than some of our clubs. It's really crazy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, I get like that the culture over here in terms of clubbing is a lot more different um, especially even high-end clubs, like even to, you know, the, cl- the high-end clubs in the UK that you disregard, they still take a certain interest in how the, the music sounds and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's just tough. You know, everyone wants to play in a semi-decent system. But, uh, yeah, the party the other night was amazing. Uh, US crowds are definitely incredible to play to because, to be honest, I'm playing music that maybe 70% of the crowd might have grown up to. UK people may not have, so... It's much more responsive and as Benedict would easily agree with me, one of my favorite parties in the world to play is uh, atmosphere because it's for two reasons. Number one, there's never a smoke break song. There's never a song that you want to have a smoke break to, like you just want to stay in the room all night. And number two, the vibe is just... It's electric for people like us that are into shit like this, and we're young. Do you know what I mean? Not that it's because it, this isn't young music. As much as I want it to be, it isn't. So, like, for us to be able to go to a party with our mates and it kick off is fucking dope, you know. Well,
0: yo, man, thank you so much for stopping by and uh, you know blessing us with funk in uh, NYC. And you, you're only in town for
3: another like. Few- Sorry, I'm in town for a few weeks. Uh, doing a bit of record shopping, doing a few more gigs, and hopefully going to do a few studio sessions. And uh, yeah, yeah, and see some friends. I have a lot of friends that have just moved out here, so I thought I'd take a little holiday at the end of everything. Hey, man, well, just keep, keeping the funk connection alive, man. Yo,
0: Crystal Clear from Manchester. Thanks so much for coming down, man. And uh, Benedict, who's sitting here uh, 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 soaking up all this information that we can been uh expect to see him in the future and uh check out his digital release too as well as crystal clears uh you have a you have a new digital release right yeah. now? sorry
3: um things that are going on with me are at the moment is I'm working on an album um to confirm a label that's can't yet but uh doing a 12 inch another 12 inch on all city uh of 90s house stuff a 12 inch on eglo records with olivier Desol but apart from that, I'm just gonna be making music and playing at Hoya Hoya. Yeah, it's not we're in Manchester. So
0: sounds good, man. Sounds good. You gotta keep it, gotta keep it uh, going strong. All right. So, um, all right. Thanks a lot for uh, tuning in. That was another. Woo! I we, Yo, we got live applause up here. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, Turntable Lab Radio.